Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi. I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Lutz from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good. Alright guys, here at the 2019 ATA show in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. We're at the Kentucky Exposition. Ex- You're doing great. Yep. <laughs> We're at the Kentucky Espresso uh, Cafe. Center. I thought it was latte. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where we're at anymore. But uh, I am Steve. Kurt's over there. What's going on? Eric. How's it going? Chad's sitting in. Hey. How are you? Good, buddy. I can't even hear you. Are you talking in that thing? What? Yeah. All right. I got to hear you now. All right. <laughs> then Perfect. We'll, we'll and let, then, go ahead. Yeah. You're doing then, great. And, all right. So then we got, uh, we've got, this is going to be a cool episode because we've got two Newer companies. This is like, uh, I believe you guys' first trade show, if I'm not mistaken. Meets by second yeah. for me. Second, second. Right. So rookies on the scene. Uh, two ver- <laughs> two different products. We got Gut Check and Odin's, and uh, we're gonna let you guys tell us some stories and uh, talk talk about what you do, and just let it go from there. So, who wants to start? 
Okay, I'll go ahead and start. Right. Dean, Dean. Hey, appreciate you guys right. including us uh, in your opportunity in the show here. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My name is Paul Black. Um, I founded Odin's Innovations. Mm-hmm. Um, Odin's Innovations is the the product this year is the dough and estrus urine. It's the first product in a family of products. I've been a serial entrepreneur, and so I'm here looking around ATA trying to figure my way out around here, <laughs> figuring out what all this stuff's all about and having a good time doing it. He called me a few times because he got lost in the maze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's easy to do out there. People yeah, don't realize is, how man. big this it's place big is. big here. It's yeah. crazy. Well, there were a lot of, what the F is that? <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it can be overwhelming here. For us, it's like sensory overload because podcasting running around and like we still want to see everything and it's just it's almost like mentally exhausting but it's so much fun that i just can't get enough i wish it yeah i don't know i should be careful what i wish for i was gonna say i wish it was a week long but i'd be pretty too t- oh, <laughs> oh boy oh, special, wow. especially after last night yeah right. can't, yeah i can't do that all the time so <laughs> kids in a candy store three thousand square foot candy store yeah it really <laughs> yeah. is yeah it really for is. sure they do mm-hmm. the farm show here and you know i work in the farm industry and for my day job and guys at work come here for the farm expo they have, and there's, you know, all the farm equipment's parked in there. And I'm like, yeah, you know that the same place they run the farm expo? That's ATA. Imagine <laughs> all bow hunting in that whole place. Right. And they're like, I don't even know how that would be possible. Oh, it is. Like, they figure it out real quick. So yeah, it's awesome. It is big here. So, so talk about your product a little bit yeah. and what it is, and then uh, we'll just roll with it. Yeah, just a little background. The uh, the company we started three years ago is LC Bioplastics, and everything we focus on is – plastic products with an environmental message. So we don't use any toxic material, any mm. petroleum-based. And I work with a designer and developer, a bunch of chemists. I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> and and identify things that we can improve the environmental message and make them biodegradable. Uh, bio- oh, cool. mm-hmm. And they came up with a... This is the science part, the biodegradable bio-based polymer, mm-hmm. and that you can infuse a scent into it, any mm-hmm. kind of scent. And the first one they did was doe and estrus urine looking at the hunting industry because one of the board of directors was a hunter. Mm-hmm. And they did it, and the board of director thought, well, this is kind of cool. Didn't think much about it. Threw it off his back patio and mm-hmm. took company out that weekend going, oh, shit, there's a lot of deer around here. Mm-hmm. They'd come up to his balcony and so uh, <clears throat> or the back patio. And they're scientists, so they did field studies for a couple years, and it all worked well. And then they all kind of sat around going, well, now what do we do with this? Right. And so I'm a marketing guy. I'm a sales guy. And um, so they came to me and said, would you like to bring this to market? And I searched out the market. And number one, there was nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Number two, it was biodegradable. Number three, I had never sold anything into the into the sporting good in, uh, industry. And I'm mm-hmm. going, all right, let's. All right, let's go for it. Give it, it a shot. Let's give it a, give it and, a try. Uh, so let's try. We came up with we came up with the name. Um, there were a couple of cocktails involved in that. <laughs> we, we came up with the name, and I did some research. And uh, actually, the Odins came from a baby naming website that means hunter. Oh, really? And how Odin. many cocktails are involved? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of funny. You're but looking at... Before uh, I lost count? Baby name book. Yeah. And right. drinking. I, actually, <laughs> right. I went to the website, and I'm going, okay, because I, I was a, a mentor at the School of Entrepreneurship at Wichita State, and mm. so a bunch of the... When I was looking at all these different products I was considering and looking at, and it's, then the mentor needed mentored, so I brought in a bunch of the entrepreneurs and professors going, you guys got to walk me off the cliff. I got, 
I'm going to do like 30 things really poorly. Right. <laughs> and one of the entrepreneurs said, well, just call it Uncle Paul's Innovations. <laughs> I'm going, no, I don't yeah. First, I dropped the uncle, and then I didn't want to be Paul. So I'm going, so I like the name Innovations. So, okay, baby names that mean hunter. And Odin <clears throat> is a Norse god of mm-hmm. the wild hunt. Hmm. I'm going, well, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It turns out anybody under about 35 knows that because after Walt Disney bought Marvel and they make all these movies, everybody's going, oh, yeah, that's that, that's Thor's dad. Oh, I had no what? idea. What? <laughs> I had no idea. So anyway, so that that's where we came up with the name and um, uh, interviewed a bunch of people looking, came up with a logo, just kind of have a little attitude. Yeah. And now we're out here trying to sign up dealers. Cool. Get it going. We put Very it on good. the market last fall. Great results. Not, I gave away a lot more than I sold. <laughs> right. But, yeah. uh, they kind of have to. It's the place yeah. to do it. Get, yeah, get, it out there. get the product out there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're priming the hell out of the pump. So so what exactly does uh, does the product do? It is a deer attractant. Mm-hmm. So since we've infused the dough and estrus urine in it, yep. since it's infused during manufacturing, then it's contained throughout. the. They're about the size of a pellet. It comes in a little four-ounce bag, and you just spread it out. And, again, since it's infused, it will last two to three weeks. And the reports, we're hearing reports longer than that, but we're not saying any more than that, more than two to three weeks. Uh, it can rain, snow, heavy dew. I had a guy come up to my booth this morning. that He said, you know, after it rained, it really worked even better. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then part of the coloration is actually from wood chips. So it's all natural materials, and it totally biodegrades um, by within about four to six months. One of our taglines is better than you found it. So you use it. It works for an extended period of time, and then it's gone. That's cool. We don't leave any litter, any trash, anything in our hunting ground. Yeah, that's perfect. Good. And that's, that's, good. that's something that's huge, you know, because you, I've, I've hunted, uh, you know, property where, you know, you're walking through. Or sometimes even you, you can see it on public land. You know, if you're out walking, you can see the little scent uh, dripper bottles. There you see you a know, Mountain Dew can even that's from, yeah. like, 1978 <laughs> yeah. or something. And it's like, just, wow. <laughs> like, it breaks your heart, but, you know, it's nice that, you know, you're consciously thinking about, hey, that is we're going to cool. use something, you know, it's not going to hurt the environment at all. You know, there's nothing, you know. Yeah, because there's bad. a big, big market of hunters, bow hunters that, Use sense and believe in them, and if you can, if you know you can provide that form that's going to biodegrade, and but also, and I'm sure you're learning this really fast, especially at this show. And I got to bring this up anytime we talk about scent. I feel like it's kind of like my obligation to our listeners because I'm not a scent guy mm-hmm. at all. I, I, in my personal opinion, I think it can help. I've experimented with a few of them, but there's a lot of guys that are die hard on them. I don't know. Would you say it's 50-50? I would where say I'm, so. It's either, I feel yeah. like it's 50-50. There's 50% of the guys that are like, I use scent. I love it. I'm going to use every advantage I can to have a, a big buck come to me. Then there's the other 50, and I, I will admit I fall into the other 50 where I'm like not using it. I think I personally think that a big mature buck, you're better off going no scent at all because you're going to put stuff out there for him to be alarmed. That's kind of the route I take more so. So is that something you're kind of experiencing, a little bit of that? You know, and it, I'm hearing that. Um, and it's having this is my fifth business I've started. And, and not everybody's going to think your product has any value whatsoever yeah, in the world. That's true. So why the hell are you messing with it? Right. Yeah. And then you've got evangelists that love your product. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't have an opinion whether you ought to use it or not. I know people You're just are putting buying. it out there, and if yeah. they want to use it, they can use it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it is. Um, 
there's a lot of it sold, and I I didn't look at it as, boy, this is great. You know, I think yeah. the world will be a better place if I bring out another Doe and Estrus urine product. Right, yeah. Um, I think, I think I saw everyone's a lot of got their there. different styles. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, for sure. It's, yeah, every hunter has a different tactic or just trick in, a, in his tool bag that he's going to pull out to give them that. What he th- Really, it's a lot of hunting is how confident you feel when you go in to hunt. Mm-hmm. So. If you don't feel confident using a product, you're it's gonna not it's not gonna make you feel like you're gonna go be successful. But if using scents or whatever product it may be, you know, plug whatever in there. If using that, if you feel like this is gonna give me that next edge and it gives you that blip of confidence, and you feel like you're gonna be successful when you go out, I think that's the major difference in that. Just like if you have a bow and you feel uncomfortable with it, are you gonna keep shooting it? Yeah, you're right. not gonna be. You're not gonna make good shots. You're not gonna feel good about. It. If a, you're not even going to want to shoot it. Yeah, you're going to feel uncomfortable shooting at a deer at 35 yards if you're not fully in tune with products and yeah. gear you're using. Maximize um, the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So I just I kind of look, you know, if there's if it is 50-50, well, there are 3.2 million yeah. licenses is sold to bow hunters, so yeah. only 1.6 million want it. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at <laughs> he'd be all right. Yeah. I keep the lights on. <laughs> my, my challenge was: Do I bring more value in the product hanging next to it, or it's right, sitting right. next to it on another shelf? And yeah, last than two to three weeks, I thought I did, and the environmental spin and yeah, the environmental thing's huge, man. We'll, I, I love that. We'll let the market tell me whether I'm right or wrong. Yeah, yeah. I just had <laughs> to bring it up because you know there's there's so many different types of hunters, and since it seems like the big controversial topic when it comes up, it's like, well, do you use them? What do you use? Uh, is there you don't, or everyone's got an opinion on what they like best, but. Yeah, like some of the other companies have been around forever. They're a staple in the industry. and it's. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's scents are never going to go away, and people are always going to use them. So, you know, people are going to buy it. And it's it's cool, man. I think it's great. Yeah, where, so, so far, where can people uh, go check it out if they're curious? Right now it is on my website, odinsinnovations.com. Um, I didn't decide to bring it to market till May okay. this last year, so I didn't have time to get retailers. And that is my focus for this year. So sure. you can buy it on my website. Um, right now I'm working through some buying groups. Um, my goal is that I really want to sell to the small to medium-sized guys, the, mm-hmm. yeah. the privately held chain of two yeah. to 20 We've heard stores. that so much. It's, so much it's refreshing, year. Mm-hmm. dude. It's, yep. it's, there's a lot well, more focus just, on that this year. Like yep. it, this fifth business I've started, and I'm too old for somebody to tell me how to do business. So it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, I, and the companies I've always fought over I fought in big corporate. I was against the big corporations. I mm-hmm. shit. I like the little guy. I mean, it, it's yeah. really fun. I, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I sure. like to work with people that have skin in the game and they're well. It helps if someone's engaged. like on the way out and they can just pop into their whatever their shop is and grab what they need, you know, and, yeah. and take it right out to the field. And actually, it's our our <clears throat> price on the internet is higher than my suggested retail because I I want the retailers to have an advantage oh that's cool that's interesting. i don't want them to go to my go into a store and say well i can buy it cheaper from the guy's website i want mm-hmm. them to say well hell i can buy it cheaper from you than i can from the website mm-hmm. right and i will keep it that way very yeah, cool that's, man. Awesome. that's awesome i want to drive the that business means a lot. that direction i mean cool. but if they still want to pay that high dollar eh, you know <laughs> bring it in <laughs> it's, we'll take your money. bring we'll it in it. yeah <laughs> well and i and yeah um i don't want to build an infrastructure of fulfillment and 
packaging mm-hmm. and shipping and right. want to ship cases and they want to ship skids of this stuff to yeah, guys. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, well, very cool, man. So but I I would prefer it all go that direction. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, awesome. I hope everything works out, man. And Thanks. It, it will, man. The trade shows are awesome. You, you know, you said you, you gave out more than you sold. These are the tr- trade shows to do that because yep. everyone here is going to go back and, and use it and play with that stuff. And I I think that's where it matters, really. So all you dealers listening out there, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> give me a call. Yep. <laughs> well, let's shift gears then. we got two guests. We're doing the old split show here. What's going on? Hey, how are you? Good, good. So talk, gut check. Gut check, right. Explain that because that's uh, it's just an interesting name. And, sure. You know, I know Chase had a video up, and we'll give him some shit, I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe we deal. should pull him in here. He's busy, but... Uh, yeah, tell us about what sure, Gut Check is. Sure. So my name is Dean Elliott, and I'm the founder of Gut Check. Uh, I spent a lot of time in innovation uh, in a past life. I did patent research for other people, so got to see some of the craziest things that people invented. And mm-hmm. uh, as I've gotten involved in different hobbies, you know, my mind thinks that way now, and I've come up with different ideas. And so I was hunting with a buddy of mine and a uh, really good shot and, uh, you know, with a bow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took a steep shot at a deer, kicked, ran away, and uh, we tracked it, kept looking for it, and um, lost the blood trail. And then when we found it, uh, the the guts were just, you know, cut open. The chest was cut open mm-hmm. and the arrow had passed out. So it had plugged the hole. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which so, is common. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All so, too common. Very common. So uh, being kind of the innovator that I am, uh, you know, I thought there's got to be a way to figure out if an arrow goes through the digestive tract of an animal. Mm-hmm. There's just got to be a way. So I uh, went back to my tree stand that evening, put a little note on my iPhone, said mm-hmm. pH indicator on an arrow, and then went back to my team. Uh, I owned a patent research time, uh, company at the time, and I said, you know, uh, what I always did is gave it to one of my researchers so I'd be unbiased. I said, do a, a good search on this thing mm-hmm. and let's see if it's patented. And right. uh, it wasn't. So Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, That's a good idea. Right <clears throat> Thank on. you. I got a bunch of ideas. I'm going to get your phone number. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't want him to have your phone number. <laughs> no. No. Right. Is right. there a patent on uh, anything pro wrestling? No. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, it's definitely been a good career because you've been able to see all sorts of innovation from the small yeah. guy to, you know, um, heavy equipment manufacturers, yeah. uh, combine makers, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, That'd be my industry. Right. Yeah, right. That's a, good or bad. <laughs> I don't know. Kurt's invention right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I went to patent attorney. His brother uh, is a Ph.D. chemist and, mm-hmm. you know, said, hey, can we make this thing work? And he said, sure, I can make that work. So started prototyping. They sent me an indicator, and uh, mm-hmm. it was basically a label printed on uh, with a particular dye that changes colors from one to another when it's exposed to pH. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So how does it work, and then how does it, like, how do you see the indication on if it's, if it, is it just through guts, or can you can you see different organs through it as well? So what it does is um, it specifically changes when it's exposed to the range within, you know, from one color to another. So okay. um, the whitetail and deer family goes from a yellowish green, or I'm sorry, a greenish color mm-hmm. to a, um, a, a yellow when it's exposed to the range of pH that we've identified. Interesting, within. okay. So it's a funny thing. You can find... Um, 
easily find like the pH level of a giraffe and uh, you know a gazelle, but mm. trying to figure out the pH level of a turkey was was incredibly difficult. Really, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these studies of you know the monkeys and birds and all these things, but just trying to find out uh, the right. pH. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So a friend of mine's uh, mother was a wildlife biologist uh, for the Department of Agriculture. And, oh, cool. All right. Yeah, you know, she specialized in turkeys, of all things. Really? <laughs> so, <laughs> direct connection. Exactly. Man, you have all the right connections. <laughs> you do. Yeah. So called her up and said, what are we looking for? And, you know, it ends up being the same as uh, basically in the same range as a hog and a bear. Oh, really? So the turkey, hog, and bear are higher uh, acid levels. So I would um, never guess that. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. So then we put um, reflective material on it. So it, it I mean, it you glows like, it fl- like fire. Oh, and, that's and awesome! You hit it with the flashlight, and then there's absorptive material. So when it passes through, if it goes through like a double lung mm-hmm. uh, shot, it's going to come out red, stained red. You right. Know, you know, I got a lot of blood. You know, it's good to go. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I'll be 100%. I saw the video of uh, Chase. I'm the guy that, I don't know why. I'm sorry I'm the dude that's throwing stick in, there, uh, stick in everyone's spokes on this podcast. But I feel like it's important, right, for the listeners sure. to kind of, because there's listeners probably thinking the same thing that I'm going to be thinking. When I first saw it, Chase's video, I kind of I chuckled a little bit. Right. But then I thought about it a little more. I'm like, this is really good because there's a lot of people that don't know how to read blood on an arrow mm-hmm. right for um, sure. you know i've been on, on a ton of blood trails like that's my thing if one of my buddies kills a deer i'm like hey let me come with you because i want to i like to an- to analyze it to see oh i think this is this type of hit and then see mm-hmm. if i'm right you mm-hmm. know and i like breaking down different types of blood trails and i want to be the bloodhound of all my friends like i want to be the guy they call like that's mm-hmm. kind of like my goal and there's a lot of people that don't have the experience on going on a ton of blood trails, um, especially newer bow hunters that we're, we're trying to get into it, mm-hmm. and they might not know what type of hit or know that you have to wait sure. on, a, on a, a hit that's a little far back. Right. So, it, well, and like a lot of people too, a lot of people don't even know. Hey, I'm going to sit here and analyze my arrow. You know, see what's on yeah, it. There's they hair still look on for it. it. Yeah, they just pick up that arrow if it's on right. the ground in front of them and just start going after it. You yeah. Know? Sure. So we have the wrap that goes on that has the pH material and the mm-hmm. reflective. But we've also encountered those folks that say, "I'm not putting anything on my arrow." Yeah. And so for that, we made a wipe. So you retrieve that's the bullshit. arrow, wipe it. And now you look at the wipe and you say, okay, I've just got blood, or if there's any pH exposure, it's going to change colors and, and let you know. That's nice. So ca- carry it in your pack. Right? You know, I, I thought of something stupid, but it's going to tie into uh, something else that you oh, have, God. too. Yep. I was like, man, I wonder if I pee on that to see if my pH level is pretty healthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> however, however, I heard uh, before the podcast about something about uh, urinating in a bottle and walking around. What sure, the? sure. So that's a um, that's a brand, uh, a line, a separate entity that we're launching. We're actually um, revealing it here at the ATA. So when we were working with the chemist on making up the uh, indicator, I said, "This guy's a PhD. He's got a maybe he can make this crazy idea that I've had work." So I sent him an email. I said, "Look." I want to be able to convert my urine into an animal attractant. <laughs> that's wild. Right? right? In the hell he thinks probably, of this? Yeah, that's what I said. He's probably like, what the hell? Yeah, how, how, how much thinking do you do? Because too, I'm, too much. Because you're like, you know, ah, man, pH on a... Right, can I right? see your iPhone notes? Oh, they're, to, they're long. I dude, I need you. to read these. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess since you're a patent guy, you're like, you've seen everything. You're like, right. shit, I know this ain't a bit of a Right, right. <laughs> and I've had ideas, and I've gone and done some searching on them before, and said, oh, this is dead, you know. But in this particular case, I mean, 
who doesn't have to pee, right? I mean, everybody has to pee. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, so um, he came back. He's a brilliant guy. But he said, Dean, this just isn't my area of expertise. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know po- polymers maybe, but, you know, <laughs> you're, so you're you know, an A my thing. Yeah, you're telling me you don't got a pee guy in your life. You got a turkey. You still got a pee guy in your right, life. Right, right. Well, so that's a funny story. So um, <laughs> He actually does. I do. <laughs> I actually do. So when um, I've seen parole officer once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take this. Take this cup. Oh, right? And it better be warm when it you get like back. smells like estrus. <laughs> right. So uh, when I. Um, had the idea of the gut check indicator. I had those prototypes from the uh, the guy down, the yeah. chemist, right? So I walked around the ATA show with it, started showing it to people and said, hey, man, what, if, if I had this indicator on an arrow and, you know, I've got, got them over there, I can show you, it changes colors right like, you know, instantly in front of your eyes. Would you be interested in using something like that? And people like, man, that's really cool. I've never seen anything like it. I think it's something that I can get behind and use. Mm-hmm. So that gave me... You know, with all my crazy ideas and all, I thought you have to focus and go where the market is and Mm -hmm. where you can actually be usable. So I came back and I said, I'm going to figure out a way to take this particular one to market. So um, I got an email uh, from a guy that said, you know, I I can uh, um, basically help you with marketing and be a consultant. So I responded to it and said, I've got this idea. And, you know, this was this was the pH indicator. Okay, okay. The gut check. <laughs> right, right. And he's like, yeah, I think we can. So it ended up being Don Bell. I don't know if that name means anything to you, but Don was. Uh, uh, I know a Don Bell. <laughs> I'm probably not the same one. Yeah. Don was the founder of uh, Code Blue and Top Secret. Oh, okay. And so um, when I was working with him on the indicator, because he was helping me with packaging and marketing mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff, it just like a light went off one day. I said, why haven't I asked Don about my crazy P, P, P idea, right? right, right. PP idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I need to talk to you about piss, young man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got a very serious subject. With piss. I've, got a, I've got a pissy question. Hopefully yeah. you don't get pissed off right. when I ask you this. So, okay. Stop it. I'm done with that. All right. Yeah. We could go, believe me, we could go. Oh, I bet. I've been hearing a lot of stuff, believe me. <laughs> so uh, I forwarded the email to him that I'd sent to the chemist, and I said, you know, this is what I want to do. Can we do this? And Don comes back and he says, you know, I've been working with people for 30 plus years. If anybody can do it, my people can do it. And so, so that's what, that's, yeah. And yeah, he's a very confident person. He's, he's done a lot of things in the industry in the past. And uh, so he thought he was done with the, with the urine scent industry. And um, we got together on this and uh, it's, it's completely my company, but um, he's been really instrumental in developing, co-developing it with me. So um, on a very high level, because I'm not a chemist, uh, I understand what we're doing. We sell the bottle and inside the bottle, um, first you start with a neutralizer. So you can simply take this up into the, um, into the tree with you. And uh, did a little research according to the internet, which is always true. Uh, right, <laughs> we all know that already. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the, the average healthy male goes up to 16 ounces in one shot. So we got a 21 ounce bottle. <laughs> right. Just in case, that's, right. that's, that's brilliant just, thinking. The, the, in case you're more than average, you know, you're <laughs> just drink a ton of bush <laughs> yeah, yeah, it depends on the night before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and. Uh, 
<laughs> so we put a fill line on the label and said, you know, go to here. Yeah. And so what you do is uh, after you fill it, you pour in the neutralizer. You get uh, five minutes of fizzing, and then it's done. It's done. Wow. You can simply pour it out if you want and have no effect on the animals. Or it, we really don't want you to pour it out because now what you've made is a carrier. You've got 16 ounces now to pour a synthesized compound into. And believe me, again, I'm not a chemist, but my understanding is there's overlap, there's commonalities between uh, human urine and deer urine, 95% water in both. It's like urine but, on a basic level pretty much. Yeah. Is like, has so that's, a relation. that's why when, when you know guys are talking about old school guys like, yeah, pissed in the scrape. Right. You know how it's still. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's, that's kind of wild right. to think. I, 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 I figured at some level, but then it, I always question that. Why, if guys are peeing in scrapes and it works, and why does uh, ester, you know, estrus, like, they can, is it, I, I never understood what they're smelling in that urine. Like, sure. could they smell predator urine? I, I never understood that. So I've been reading a lot about urine. Okay, and, and, and you're and my dear. new pee guy. I don't have one. <laughs> well, Don's really the pee guy. But I, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's lot, really, let me call him. <laughs> right. So people have studied it for years, and, mm-hmm. you know, much like everything else, everybody has a differing opinion. But basically I'll break it down to, you know, like digital. Yes, no, one, zero. Predator, non-predator. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. Okay. It's not like a deer associates uh, human urine with a human being. It's right. that it, it, it thinks predator, right? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with, like, uh, I've been told cigarette smoke. You know, uh, they don't go, that's a human smoking in the, in the tree. Mm-hmm. It's predator, non-predator. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one thing to not push the deer away. So if if I go in the scrape and, you know, I haven't affected them, I haven't pushed them away, that's one thing. But it's a whole other thing to draw them in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't know anybody yet that can say I'm able to pee and make it smell like doe esters or I'm able to pee and make it smell like a tarsal buck Mm -hmm. or apple because we have a whole set of uh, enhancers and modifiers. The enhancers are the ones that are the deer esters. tarsal, all that, the modifiers actually are a different synthetic compound. <laughs> Dude, do not tell there's apple because someone's going to get pranked and drink some apple juice. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh. So, so seriously, apple, late season, oh, uh, you, you know, your rut's over, everything's going, the deer are looking for food. I put it out in front of a trail camera and they just cannot get enough of it. Really? Absolutely. That's so I, I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> it right? It does sound crazy. Uh, you know, so. Yeah, what's the reaction, right? Like from the industry or from consumers? Or what? Because well, they're going to chuckle a like, little bit. What, three days now, right? Right. Well, right. We're, we're children. You know, we really are. <laughs> so, of course, we're children. P is funny. Sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> I got you. Right, right. We are. So, right. I mean. Um, so it's been it's been really positive because okay so the company sent relief right so yeah. obviously there's a relief factor <laughs> relief oh dude that's hilarious <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah I, mean, I love it man. so <laughs> so we're taking care of half your problem right right right, right. we just tanked your product three days in <laughs> it went down the drain just right right <laughs> so um, that's all right I got you so so the thing is you know not. Not to, you know, play on anybody else's product, but you've just, you have just created 16 ounces of usable attractant for the same price as some other brand name 
attractants. So we're going to get you guys fighting here. For an ounce and a half. For an ounce and a half. Right? They're great products. But the other the fact of the matter is, and Don Don's better at analogies, but he starts that train is coming now. Alabama last uh, last week met about banning natural deer urine. Mm. I live in Virginia; you can't use natural deer really? urine. So at that point, all you will end up with is a lot of people trying to figure out how to make a synthetic. Yeah, yeah. better. This is not synthetic. This is a hybrid. Mm, yeah. It's actual urine bound to uh, these compounds. That are, yeah, it gives those guys an option. Right, right. Interesting. And you're taking care of a, a problem. Everybody's got to go. Yeah, that is <laughs> that's interesting. Right. Okay, that's Hopefully, fun. you don't have to go number two, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you got something for that. <laughs> yeah, told- it turns into Odin's pellets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it does biodegrade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. A guy we, said if there's you a could partnership put- in store here, so. take care of all your relief needs. <laughs> you guys are regretting this podcast <laughs> real fast. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> guy told me, he said, if you can turn it into gravy and biscuits, I'm in. Oh, <laughs> what, he doesn't have a local Casey's around right. him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, my gosh. Well, cool, That's man. Funny. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having I, us. I think we covered uh, covered the grounds pretty well. Had right. some fun. You know, I have to pee. If you got an Apple thing, I'm, I want to test this product. I do have to go. I know. Oh, my God. I know who you can test it on. I'm buying my own drinks. So big Mike. Oh, Big Mike. Hey, Big Mike, you want some apple juice? Yeah. <laughs> Looking a little dehydrated, buddy. You look buddy. parched. Right. Somebody kicked your ass, Big Mike. What's up, right. buddy? Did you have asparagus last night? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, that was fun. That was fun. Well, thank you. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, thank you all. All right. We'll close yeah, her out there. Good time. All right, yeah. guys. Thanks for tuning in. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.